Yo, motherfuckers. I'm here. I'm in the building. I'm blurry because of this. Hold on. Oh, gotta unplug that too. All right. Okay. Motherfucking dokey. I got a new angle on the cam. I don't know if I like it or don't. All right. We got to open everything the fuck up, which is always a fucking fun time. Welcome. Welcome to the shit show. Welcome to Black Friday month. Welcome to I just discovered how much I hate Jack Harlow. Welcome to Thanksgiving archetypes. Which one are you? Well, <laughs> I gotta change the shit on. You know, for all of these uh, technological advancements we have, Twitch sure as fuck can't label a goddamn video once it goes live. Tell you that much. Tell you that much. So I gotta, I don't even really care, honestly. So, all right, whatever. I'll change it later. Oh, the McRib is back. So, you know, shit's about to get fucked up out here. You know, shit's about to get fucked up when the McRib comes back. Just gotta change this. All right, now we gotta take a dab because I haven't had a dab in hours. Man, I tell you, fucking Black Friday, it literally lasts a whole month, dog. I'm so fucking tired of hearing about Black Friday and fucking Cyber Monday and Small Business Saturday. I just fucking can't. I'm about as excited to get 100,000 subs, Jose. No, I can't. No. Nope. We're not excited at all. I want less subscribers because I don't believe it. I don't believe there's 100,000 people that think like me or even can understand the way that this brain processes information so you know let's get it let's get that number down <laughs> let's, let's let's get that number down because the masses they can't understand not with what we're going into now not with the McRib being back the McRib is back there's no more friendships this is just pure unadulterated war at this point it's basically an act of war the McRib is basically just a warning it's a pre-shot Nope, not new sunglasses either, dog. These are the Oaks. These are my Oakleys. They have a scratch on them. They're fucking pissing me off. They are nice. They are nice. Uh, But yeah, dude, fucking, dude, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Small Business Saturday. It's like the worst. It was the dumbest thing ever. And, uh, you know, it's not even the Black Friday of the yesteryear. People don't even understand what it used to be like on Black Friday. And Castillo asked me when I was going off about this in text if I ever partook. I don't think I did. I think as a as a child, maybe because something came out and maybe I begged my parents to go, but I don't think that we partook in the Black Fridayness. I really don't. Um, I can't think of anything. The only thing that stands out is I went to the mall on a Black Friday, packed oh shit, Greensboro, North Carolina, packed to fucking hell. Um, and uh. I ran into my friends and I was like, oh, they're like, how are you, Teddy? I was like, I'm in fucking hell. And they, you know, these are all smooth talking fools. And they're like, oh, no, this is heaven, dog. Like rubbing their chest. Like, this is heaven. Just staring all the girls down. And I'm like, yeah, we have different agendas uh, being out in public. Uh, my lenses are uh, red and blue. I have red, blue, and I have, I have like six pairs of shades, but 
depends on which stream you catch. Sometimes they're red, sometimes they're blue. Fun fact, I switch it up so I know which videos to edit shorts of, even though I hate editing shorts because I think it's fucking ridiculous. I don't like having to sell myself to people I don't know. Like, I don't care if people think what I'm saying is funny or insightful or what. Like, uh, internet, it's just to throw an opinion out there because the internet's just full of just awful opinions. It's just like a necessary evil. You have to like make commercials for yourself. We're like a total recall era of online existence. Like, oh, hey guys, come on to my parlor. We're not fucking idiots. But yeah, man. All fucking week they've been trying. All month they've been trying to sell you shit for nothing. And the discounts are insulting. A Black Friday discount at like 10% is not a discount. What are you doing? You're just as a company being like, I want to partake in the stupid shit too. Hey guys, don't forget us. We're taking part in the stupid shit too. Here's some non-savings for you. Oh, oh, you missed the Black Friday sale? Don't worry. Here comes the exact same sale on Saturday. Oh, you missed that one? Here it is on Monday, too. Like, what the fuck are we doing? You know? Like, so goddamn stupid, bro. I don't understand it. Black Friday has started. It was called Black Friday originally because that's the... I think it was like the police thing. They, like, marked that Friday in a black marker because no police officer could take the day off in Chicago. I think that's the story. And that's when it started to be known as Black Friday. But now it's just whack. No good deals. I want a, I want a real battle. I mean, if we're going to enter this dystopian life, I want to see bloodshed. You know? I want to see a fucking television suspended from the sky with a ladder inside a cage. And I want a cage ladder match for the OLED HD TV. Like, make it fucking entertaining. If we're living this life, which we are, of this pure dystopianness, give it to me, man. Give it to me raw, baby. I'm trying to fucking get up in there. I'm trying to see it all. Yeah, like, let it go. Let, we got fucking idiots. I mean, I critique. I never watched Squid Games because I could tell. I was, I'm, like, I'm not watching a show about competing, you know, against my peers out of poverty and not, like, seeing the irony in it as a society, you know, and then they make a game that's just like it. And then the same thing's happening. Like literal motherfuckers are, I haven't watched this either. I just see clips and shit, but motherfuckers are dropping out of school. Cause there's a chance to win like $4 million or some shit. And then they're crying and throwing up cause they don't win. Like this is, this is where we're at. So give it to me fucking raw. Let's go make black Friday, fucking red Friday. Let the streets fill with blood. Y'all want a fucking discount? then you might need to lose an an appendage for that discount. There's no risk, no reward. Like standing in a line. Motherfuckers do that every day. People are doing that right now for a cyber truck, which I cannot fucking understand to the life of me. I have a cyber truck reservation. I got it when it first dropped. I don't know what I'm going to do. If they called tomorrow, I'd be like, fuck, because I just got a new car. Like the reptilian in me is like, I want that truck, but I don't, dude, I don't know. I mean, I feel like if I try to trade in my brand new car, I'm going to lose 
a, a cool 10k right off top so uh i don't know about that but regardless my point is i don't understand how people are standing in line in droves to see a car i don't get it i don't understand hype at all a very strange thing to stand in line at a mall to see a car i won't stand in line for anything if i get to heaven and there's a line i'm going to hell you know what I'm saying? Like, get me. I need fast access. I don't. I don't got time for this shit. No lines. Ain't nothing in this world worth waiting in fucking line for. Ship it to me, bitch. You know. It's got me fucked up. All right, where's the intro for t- for today? <laughs> That's where we're at in our head. I'm fresh off a nap, so I'm feeling pretty rested. Said Target had the same price as different tags. Of course, man. Fucking perception, man. Illusions. Early illusions of Satan. And it's just like, we live in a different fucking world, bro. I pull my phone out and see it for cheap or whatever, the trending price. Like, it's over, you know? Like, you gotta be a fucking waterhead to fall for this stupid shit. You know? Like, there's no product that comes out that you can't fucking find 150,000 reviews on. Now, granted, most of those reviews are skewed. People are getting paid, but still, you can get a, a better understanding of what the fuck is going on before you're just like, oh, I'm going to buy this shit. You know, Jose says he'd wait in line for Teddy merch. You don't need to. That's the thing. I tried to, I cut, I tried to cut that shit out immediately as soon as I could because it just, I don't want to wait in line. And it's not even true anymore. You know what I mean? The people who, that's what's crazy, is there are people who literally wait in line for shirts that were not as good or hot. The designs were not nearly as hot as they are now. And now that I don't fucking, what I don't understand. I mean, I can make all kinds of assumptions, but for whatever reason, make your own, come to your own conclusions. Now the interest in the shirt is less because I don't talk about the shoes as much, which is fucking insane. You know, it's, it's insane to live through, but that's what it is, man. It's just my fucking, Fame is a fickle mistress. She will turn on you quickly. So you just got to know that. But I just would never, I just, I don't want to make people wait in line for things. It's not my, it's not my bag. I don't like it. Let's see. Bro, when I was a kid, I went out shopping for the first few times and it was kind of cool. Everyone brought coffee and donuts to share. And now it's just straight crazy. Yeah, we've gone from feeding the village to feeding off the village. You got to see who's the weakest in the village. You know what I'm saying? Who's got the Turbo Man? Who the fuck are you going to take out for the Turbo Man? That car ain't going to come out for another year. You think so? Because they're saying, dude, Elon tweeted today that that's, that delivery start Thursday, and I got scared. And then I saw another tweet that was like, anyone with a reservation number that starts at 112 will get delivery fairly soon. And I was like, bro, my shit starts with 112. Because at the time... I was in, I was on it. I was buying everything, you know? So I'm like, I got the pre-order. I'm just like, fuck, man. Watch me be number four. I'm like, oh, fuck. I ain't even told Alex yet. I don't even want to have that conversation. Uh, you know. I'll see what happens there. Thing looks fucking sick. Okay, only 10 trucks being delivered this month. Whew. Okay, as long as I'm not in the top 10, baby. 
<laughs> sure I'm not. I wonder how many were pre-ordered versus how many are going to actually get sold versus, you know, canceled, all that jazz. Because you know, mad people, that was a, an Instagram pre-order flex. Now you have to buy it. You posted it on Instagram. It's like buying a meal and not eating it. Let's see. Not to be that guy, but I'm going <laughs> to... Last week... Last week, Webb was talking about the cruise. Falling off the ship. Today, TMZ hit me with the Royal Caribbean kid fell off and landed on the deck. Oh, shit. So some kid fell. I, I, I butchered reading that. I couldn't see half of it. Damn. That's crazy. I don't think I'm into cruise ships. They seem kind of sketchy. Everybody on that cruise got COVID, too. He like I think he slipped over that fact, but like almost fucking everybody came home and got COVID. Not that, you know. Not the fucking, you know, not the abomination of existence like it was a few years ago, but still. I don't know, man. Sometimes I'm walking around Whole Foods. I look around Whole Foods at the hot bar, and I'm like, this food, it always makes me feel like shit. Like, I always get tricked. I'm like, man, Whole Foods, this looks like it's going to be good. But when I eat it, I'm like, God damn it, my fucking stomach hurts. And then I realize, yeah, it was made in a big batch early this morning probably it's been sitting out for who knows how long and that's basically what a cruise is the cruise is just a whole foods in the fucking sea you know like a whole foods buffet in the sea with a sliding board so i feel like i'm gonna get out there and i'm gonna get this food and be like god this shit is fucking me up it's like when i went to mexico with alex and we stayed on i'll never stay on a resort again because the resort food that is inclusive is so fucking terrible and just, I'm, I swear they put something in it to just fucking give you stomach cramps. And then you get out, you go off the, you get off the fucking resort and, uh, yeah, the food's slapping, dog. Fucking slapping. Mm. Yeah, but anyway, no more, no more, I don't know about a cruise. Alex sometimes talks about it. We'll see. Yeah, I knew you were talking about Ern Keo. Uh, is it Keo? I think it is cute. Okay. Um, so what's up with Amtrak? All right. So, well, the picture that's in the, that's funny. I name these things just on, based on what is popping up at the moment at that time, but there is a good story and I never know if I've told stories before. I'm sure I've told parts, but whatever, this is just what it is. Uh, but the reason for it is I got a photograph, the photograph that is cropped in this cover uh, for my friend Wright, who I grew up with. I grew up with these two kids, Wright and, and Jacob. And I have not talked to her. I mean, every once in a while, Wright hits me up. It's very random, and it's very short-lived. And, you know, as a kid, Wright and Jacob were older than me. So my first, like, memory hanging out with them was, like, I skateboarded by myself a lot. I didn't have any friends in this town, really, because I lived kind of far away from my school in the city i actually went to a different on some mighty duck shit i went to a different school than my than where i lived was zoned because of where my mom my mom taught school next door so uh we didn't go to school together so when they rolled up on me skateboarding i would just like skate away so i was always like kind of intimidated by these dudes they're older than me and their older brothers were like way cooler than me and like connected to professional skateboarders so i was like oh god these are my idols growing up 
probably half the reason I never gotten on hard drugs is because I think I thought they would think I was a loser because they were <laughs> kind of sh- loosely straight edge, I think, maybe a little. I don't know. Perception as a kid. Regardless, when I was fucking 16 years old, uh, Wright and Jacob being older must have been 18. And they were going to San Francisco for the summer. And I, you know, we were all obsessed with San Francisco because we're skateboarding. We became friends, obviously. I finally didn't skate away. But uh, they were going to go to San Francisco. I had it in my mind I was going to go. I was only 16. I was like, I don't, you know, their, their Amtrak was doing this thing called a passport. You pay like 399 bucks. And you could pick all these stops. You had a certain amount of days to do the whole trip. And then that's just the trip, you know, and it's like the super big deal, but you could go to San Francisco. So they had planned out this trip to go to Chicago. The plan was Chicago, Vancouver, British Columbia, which I don't know how, I guess maybe at the time no passport was needed regardless. Uh, and then San Francisco, we missed the train to British Columbia. So we ended up just going straight to San Francisco, which is another part of the story. But, I didn't ask my parents to go, you know, like maybe I did. And they said no, but there was no, they definitely would not have let me just go at 16 with my two friends and like, no, uh, you know, no real plan. Just like, we're going to go skateboard across the country. And so, uh, I, I got a job. My dad got me a job at this place called salt marsh willies. I worked my ass off over there. I saved up money. I saved up the 400 bucks to get the ticket. I just went down to the travel agent. At the time, you could just walk down the travel agent. Just went down there and bought the ticket. <laughs> Fucking didn't tell my parents. Waited. Worked all summer or whatever, or up to summer. Got as much money as I could. But, dude, I feel like in my head, I left home with less than 300 bucks. I want to say it was like 200 and this is without paying for a single place to stay yet. And I stole my mom's uh, gas card. So <laughs> this was my survival plan. And instead of telling them, I just fucking left. And I think when I got to Chicago, I contacted them and let them know that I had left for the summer and that I'd be back later. But my parents were already split, so they didn't really have any control over me. And I just kind of fucking you know i just fucking popped the clutch i just had to do it so i, I left you know and and they threatened when they found out where i where I, that i was gone or whatever they threatened me and tried to come get me and <clears throat> all this shit but they uh couldn't and so eventually i think they caved and they sent me a little bit of money but dude that trip defined so much of my life i feel like it's just i had to survive and granted i had my mom's gas car but i was like hustling like anytime somebody pull up for gas, if we were in a car on a skate trip and someone needed gas, I'd be like, yo, pull up at Sitgo. I'll put it on my card. And then I'd get the cash. I'd survive like that. The gas card, I'd buy peanut butter and jelly. That was just like insane, you know, and just like skateboarding across the world, you know, world, the United States, uh, two, two, two spots. But to me, like being on these trains, and it's an Amtrak in general. If you've never taken a long trip on an Amtrak, it is fucking brutal. You know, like when you're on there for days, you just start to be delirious. You you start to develop a relationship with the staff. I remember like the 
fucking the what do you the concession guy the guy who like warmed up the pizzas you know one night everybody went to sleep and he put on friday and we were just like fucking loving it some dude some white dude with dreads had a big ass uh bead in his dreadlocks and he fucking pulled it out and unscrewed it and there was weed inside of it and my mind was fucking blown dude just this kid from north carolina just fucking what the fuck so I go out, you know, I'm there, blah, 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 blah. I have to come home, come home, and then I have to go back to high school. So I, like, sitting in high school for my senior I must have been 17 because I came back. I think it was just my senior year, regardless. Maybe I hadn't turned with age, whatever. Uh, and that, I think, really, uh, def- really just fucking ruined my perception of the world, but also taught me about surviving in some in some ways, but... The reason I named this Amtrak is because my friend Wright sent me that photo, and that photo was taken in San Francisco in 1999, and I got there through an Amtrak. So, and I've just been like, man, I've been. I know on these podcasts would be saying I don't want to go nowhere, but I'm in a weird spot where I, I part of me wants to go somewhere. I don't want to fly, but then I, unless it's worth it, I think I've said that. Driving just seems so daunting, but I do want to. I want to go back to my hometown, uh, Reedsville, North Carolina. Really, I don't know why. I'm just super compelled to go and just see where I grew up. I don't. I don't know what's doing it. I think I'm just old. I'm possibly a midlife crisis of sorts, but I just want to go back and look at it and and mostly eat some of the food. There's all these banger ass restaurants down there, like banger ass restaurants. So I was like, that I used to take for granted as a youngster. I'm like, I don't want to fucking eat here, you know, but there's so many that I think about now that I'm just like, man, I need to go back. So part of me wants to do it. It's a 40 hour drive in the Tesla though, which just seemed brutal as fuck. And I could make a thing out of it. I could like, you know, go to Texas, stop, do a bunch of different shit, make blog series out of it. I could do all the stuff, but that kind of sounds like a lot. It really does. When I could just hop on a plane and not be stubborn and go make it like a quick, you know, weekend or three days. Because after three days, I feel like uh, the excitement's going to wear off. I'm like, okay, there's a reason why I don't live here. This is just nostalgia. <laughs> this is your brain being like, hey, man, go check. Hey, dude, you're 40 now. Why don't you go check and see what it was like about 30 years ago? <laughs> it's like, see if your taste buds are still the same. See if the ecto cooler still ectos, you know? It probably doesn't, but that made me thirsty immediately when I said that. Um, I'm thinking about it, and then I mentioned, I think, in the last live, uh, tattooer has been doing who did this podcast, Philip Liu, who's in Switzerland. Really, after listening to this podcast, um, so many like-minded thoughts have resonated, which, again, makes sense, because one, one of my idols, for sure, uh, I emailed him to try and get tattooed, but I bet that list now is fucking crazy. So, but if he emailed me, I would catch a flight to Switzerland, which I know seems so ridiculous. Like, uh, I don't want to go anywhere, but if this dude emails me back, I will go to Switzerland because it would be cool to get tattooed by him. I feel like I need to, you know, get around some people that inspire me and, um, you know, someone I can just feel like I'm going to that I don't feel like, you know, uh, I don't know what the word is. Like, they just have more knowledge than me 
or I have some sort of perception of them that will allow me to learn something. I don't know. Like that, like that dude is so beyond, uh, some of the things that catch me in a daily. So it'd be nice to be around, pick up his vibes. It's kind of the best part about getting tattooed by people really is you get to pick up. I feel like you pick up pieces of their energy, which can be good or bad. That's why you want to get tattooed by no fuck boys. Everybody does it, but don't do your research. But yeah, those are the things kind of bouncing around my head. Because uh, I'm trying to like, snowboard season doesn't really start till January. Decent, you know, the early season is so scary. It's so scary. And uh, <clears throat> trying to avoid it. So if I'm going to do something, I got to do it soon. So we'll see. I don't know. You know, um, the tattoo shop's a little slower than it was last year. I think that's probably an obvious thing the economy is a little uh shaky at best i think people are a little worried the winter always slows down a little bit i use that time as much as possible to paint i've been painting uh which is great for me but yeah the the business right now is slowed down i think because of circumstance so it'd also be a good time to take off and go somewhere but, you know, it's hard, man. I don't really want to leave. Like, I just don't. I don't want to leave the dogs. You know, every time. I, I think Abner is an old dog. Every day is a little scary with him. So, I'm like, I'm worried. I don't want to just, you know. I've been affected profoundly by the last couple of years. And I'm just like, sometimes I think what's more important is what's right in front of me. And I don't know if going to do all these things really matters. That's why I think the Switzerland thing would be cool. But I don't know, driving all the way to the East Coast, that's so much driving. That puts me in so many interactions with so many fucking people. I can't remember if I went on my fucking rant about cars needing to be outlawed, but they need to be outlawed because it's just not, it's not cool. You know, every day, every fucking day, I was getting some sort of accident of some sorts because of some fucking idiot. There's always some idiot honking their horn, peeling out, switching lanes too fast, not using their blinker, just doing something. Always. Every day. There's not a goddamn day on this fucking planet there ain't some motherfucker riding your ass, slamming on the brakes in front of you, just doing some fuck shit. The highway is just a fuck shit freeway. It's fucking ridiculous. I hate driving, man. I hate it. I can't wait till 2027 when the robots become self-conscious and just be like, Stop. Stop. You guys can't do this. What are you, fucking drunk? You're like, yeah, actually, by statistically, a third of you are. And the rest of you are high. And 90% of you are definitely dumb. You know? You were all standing in line waiting for that Tesla earlier. To get a look at it. <laughs> I mean, God. That's going to be the worst part if you buy the Cybertruck first. You're not going to be able to go anywhere without people stopping you. Nowhere nowhere they're gonna fucking bother you everywhere you oh so yeah it's like getting tattooed but did it hurt that's gonna be getting a fucking the new cyber truck that's gonna be the did it hurt truck oh how'd you get that well when did you order it well goddamn you like elon's tweets what do you think uh that's all it is i don't know if it's true but i read like the wall street journal pulled out of of twitter they're not going to advertise on Twitter anymore because, because uh, 
Elon posted something about Pizzagate. I don't understand, like, who the fuck, like, what world are we living in where media companies at all have the balls to think that we give a fuck about their advertisements, you know, like... Do you fucking think that the mass majority of people give two shits whether or not you advertise on a fucking platform or not? We don't want to see your advertisements at all. Nothing. Nothing in this world do I want to see an ad for. I'll find it. If I want it, I'll find it. Make a video about your shit. Show it off. But you don't need to make... Yeah, it's just... you don't need. We don't need it. So no one cares. I don't understand why everyone keeps doing this. Like Apple. Oh, we're pulling our... We're pulling our ads. Why don't you make something worth the fucking shit to buy? Yeah, why don't you work on that? I'm not really worried about this other stupid shit that you're doing. Like, everyone is devouring themselves. It's ridiculous. I just don't understand, like, who at the Wall Street Journal is like, do it. They'll care. Like, no one gives a fuck. <coughs> And at this point, there's all this fucking talk about racism and anti-Semitism and all this, 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 and this. Like, I'm just fucking anti-people. Like, the mass majority of people have their heads so far up their fucking ass talking about some topic, like, that they barely understand with passion over and over every day that all I want is solitude. I hang out with the three, four people I know. And the rest of it is just over with. <coughs> he said it's called shareholders. I guess, but like, I mean, I guess. I mean, we have stock in things and there's at no time am I, am I, am I like, oh, you know what? I don't, our stock, the stock that is owned isn't even emotional. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Like, the problem is, is people don't even know who the CEO of other companies are. You know, like, because Elon's out here tweeting this, that, and the third, he catches the flack, which is fine. But goddamn, if it's not annoying, bro. Like, people who have had zero accomplishments in life, do zero for other people, are so enamored with calling shit out and just this petty party that, that it makes me not even want to interact with humans. I just want to go on my walks, bike rides, snowboard goes far away from people. Like, it's just like people are making it awful. And even you get on the goddamn lift at the ski thing, politics shit comes up. Some dude brought up a gun shit on the lift the other last time we were on it. And we were like kind of joking around. He had a, I don't even know how he got on guns actually. Cause I was making fun of his hand. Cause his, <laughs> his glove, cause his glove had an opening. And he could, like, flap it. And I was like, oh, damn, you got a hangina. And everyone laughed, thought it was funny. Blah, blah. But somehow he came up with some gun shit. And I was like, he said something like, it's hard to tell who the good guy with the gun is. And I was like, God, how does this happen? It's like seeping into damn near everything. So, but yeah. So I never met someone who could tell me who the CEO of Google is. Yeah, see, this is what Aiden has got it on the head, right on the motherfucking head. This is a certified hood classic. It's all about the branding, and then people just fall for it. It's it's so goofy. And then everybody wants why nothing's authentic. I don't want to be talked to like this. I don't want to be sold to and coddled and, like, you know, rock a to sleep and shit with the product. I hate it. 
It's just like an asinine to a point. Everybody's like, well, I support. You don't know what you fucking support. You support the death of other people in, in places you've never visited nor pointed out on a map because you enjoy the fucking fruits of capitalism, whether you chose to or not. And then we're all subject to motherfuckers <clears throat> tweeting and Instagramming and Facebook and their, their fucking disdain with everything, which was my point with the Thanksgiving archetype. It's like there's a few type of archetypes for Thanksgiving, but one is the one who wants to remind us all that we're colonizers and that we should give back stolen land and this. That. Like, dog, I didn't do none of it. I didn't do not, not one bit of it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's, 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 it's fucking childish. It's like getting on the internet and giving this fucking point of view that has literally no fucking path of execution just to fucking tell everybody that you have this grand idea that it's, it's all built on a lie. Like, I, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I care about today. And then tomorrow I'm gonna care about tomorrow. Everybody else is out here talking crazy fucking it's like thanksgiving dog like, and you're and you're saying this shit from your fucking iphone that was put together in a foreign country it's like everyone's just everyone's so comfortable <laughs> giving their fucking opinion from their comfortable fucking goddamn motherfucking bullshit existence how have the bike rides been i haven't been on a bike ride recently it is snowing dog ain't been no bike rides <clears throat> snow 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 Today was like 52. I probably could have gone, but there's still a lot of snow out there. It's not really. It's scary. I ain't trying to get fucked up out there. Because you could break a hip. My, my father-in-law broke a hip on Thanksgiving, actually, riding his bike by hitting ice. So, yeah, it's not for me. I'm very spoiled. I don't... I, like, buy the gear for the extreme conditions, and then I never actually go <laughs> for during the extreme shit i'm like uh that's scary i don't want to do that that seems uncomfortable but i do hope that it starts to fucking snow like a motherfucker i can't wait for it to like really really snow i got to try out them snow tires which is in the end of the, of the latest vlog uh those things are sick i was like driving like velcro i didn't really get to test them when we went up to winter park because it was just slushy and icy and not that nice and it didn't make my tires feel i felt kind of like shitty about my tires I was like this was not helpful at all but once it snowed and i got on the snow dude it's seriously like velcro it's fucking insane insane so stoked on those and uh filming bike rides i've filmed many bike rides it's just that shit gets so repetitive you know it's like not interesting. I do. If I go home, I'll film that. I've been thinking about my Waffle House documentary, which, dude, Waffle House got crazy ass history. Really, Waffle House first was it was stolen. I mean, the two guys, one of them worked at a place called Toddle House, and then he fucking left Toddle House, started Waffle House, then left Waffle House, went back to Toddle House. They said, "No, nah, dog, we ain't giving you no equity," and then he went back to Waffle House. Isn't that crazy? And then Waffle House so damn fucking started in Atlanta. But at the time, I can't remember the dude's name, but he sold chicken sandwiches in Waffle House. And they got so popular that they said, dog, you got to get out of here. And that is the guy who ended up starting Chick-fil-A. 
I mean, there's so much deep history here. It needs to be explored. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard to think. I'd have to find like three Waffle House employees and and really fucking dive into their lives and their existence and like what Waffle House has done for them and changed them. There's a few viral Waffle House people as well. I could interview them. But man, it's a lot of energy for something that I think only I care about. <laughs> I don't even know why. I just, I love Waffle House. I think it's, dude, Waffle House also is like used, I can't remember which government body this is, but basically like FEMA type shit. Like essentially the easiest way to say this is if you get somewhere and a Waffle House is closed because they're 24-7, 365, you are fucked. Like it's never closed, you know, like never. People used to think they didn't have locks on the doors, but they do, but it does not close. And if it closes or goes to half capacity, there's a serious fucking storm. And it's, and it's based on, I mean, like government bases shit off of that. It's crazy. I mean, the government bases a lot of shit off a lot of shit, but pretty wild. Do I know Norm McDonald? No, no, I, I did not. I mean, I know who he is. I don't know him personally or anything. I did not know him personally. How many siblings do I have? Uh, I have a sister uh, who's older than me. I don't have a. I don't have a strong relationship with her. Uh, we've been beefing for a while. We talk like if we have to, but. We don't really talk. I know it's not nice, and some people be like, you should talk, but, you know, there's, <laughs> we just don't. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever told this story, but my parents split when I was about, I don't know, 13 maybe. And there was a night, I don't know how old I was, where I came home and my mom told me about, a brother, or I guess a half-brother that I had who was older, who was like, uh, my dad had had a kid in high school. It's fucking crazy. My dad had had a kid in high school. I may have been even older by the time they told me this. This may have been years later, but regardless, my dad had a kid, giving up the rights to the kid to <laughs> his best friend i think that's the story i could be completely chopping that part regardless he had nothing to do with his first born son my dad's a you know at least i don't know what he is like now but back then he was not making great decisions um and continue not to make great ones but that's everybody's got their own journey as i've discovered in life uh so then like fast forward, they tell me about this, whatever. I didn't have a relationship with them because the internet didn't exist. But then when Facebook was on and popping, this dude reached out and <laughs> this guy, it, I mean, dude, the most shocking, craziest fucking thing. Cause like I see a picture of this guy who fucking looks like he could be a version of me. You know, we look very similar slight changes but you're like holy shit you know like if we were standing next to each other you're like those are the brothers uh and he was into the same shit like bulldogs he's like had a bulldog and shit so it was like really fucked up i was like oh my god i can't process this 
and you know, he'd reached out. He was like trying to be. The problem is he was trying to join a family that didn't exist. You know, he thought he had missed out on this like sort of, you know, Christmas type family or whatever. This movie family, you know, how movies portray people staying with each other from Thanksgiving until Christmas. <laughs> I don't think that really happens, but that's what I feel like he was missing out on. And I had to be like, dog, you're you're barking up a you're barking up a dead tree, dog. So and because the internet had gotten so political at the time, and I was the type at that time also to share my opinion on Facebook, we had clashed immediately and he would just say stupid shit like that I wouldn't fuck with. You know, like, oh, I thought my brother was a man. And I'm like, we're not brothers. You know, it's not how this works. So he's out there, though, you know. And at one point, he had a, he had a son as well who was trying to tattoo. And I'm a dick, you know. I'm not always the nicest guy, especially once I've been turned off. But uh, he's like, give my son some tips. And my tip was to quit tattooing. But, you know, maybe he maybe he figured it out. But he probably didn't because most people do quit because they suck because they ain't got the chops for it. You know, so it's just what it is. But yeah, so that's the answer to your sibling question. <laughs> Long-winded. <laughs> I only talked to one of my sisters. The other one's a scammer. Yeah. I mean, my sister's like, she's she's probably cool now. We just had like a real, you know, we've had a lot of turmoil over the years, and we had one argument that just kind of snapped it. And I just, you know, it's unfortunate because you just sometimes there's just not, sometimes there's just not a road back because like neither party, like really, I don't feel like neither one of us have anything to gain from having a relationship because at no point in our upbringing was it really that solid. And I think that really upsets my mom. And I think that most people look at that kind of like it's fucked up, but we didn't. I mean, like when I was a baby, tried to fucking smother me you know and you hear my mom tell it and as soon as i got able to physically move her i started physically moving her so it's just i think maybe it's just not we're better we don't we're nothing like if i brought her on this podcast y'all be like that is not your fucking sister i'm like yes it is you wouldn't we're nothing alike maybe that'll be the reunite maybe that's what we'll do i'm i have no beef with it i'll reunite with her live i don't care i'm just saying she is, she's a God loving, wants to swim with dolphins. Hill Billy. I don't think she'd be mad if she, if I called her, I think she's proud. Like she, she loves it. They love this. I mean, they are Southern and maybe that's why I need to go home dog. Maybe I need to go see it. You know, my friend said I should put together a skate part that I never got, that I never got to put together. But the, the irony of that is is that I was better at skateboarding then and I was never even that good, but there's no way I could do any of those tricks now. So I couldn't even do it. That's the best. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, man. I might, I might end up hitting a quick trip back home. God, I just can't. It's crazy how flying makes me just think of the worst shit. Now I just, just being, I, again, I just feel like people have been so supercharged that I don't, I get, I, it's like their energy. I, I get around other people. And it's like, oh my god, these people are just, uh, you know. Sometimes not everybody, but some a lot of times people even come in the shop and they're in, they're they're complete just haphazard <laughs> or like hyper 
fixated energy just is all over the room. And you're just like, God damn, I don't know. I don't know if I can do this. Maybe I will. I can't just hang out in Boulder either. Because this shit is just for the birds. Ain't shit going down. Ain't going down, man. Dion closed out the season with some some losses. <laughs> yeah, play mama, I'm coming home. That's funny you said that. I I listened to that song on my way home from Ocracoke Island, North Carolina. Where I also went with Wright and Jacob. They worked at Kitty Hawk Kikes and I just hung out. Truth be told, I thought I got my girlfriend pregnant. And I ran away to this island until I got confirmation because I didn't know what to do. I was like 16. I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Because if she's pregnant, that means my life is over. So I'm going to enjoy this last weekend at the beach. Actually, it was like a week. And then she wasn't pregnant. And I was like, oh, thank God. Thank God. And to be haunted for the rest of my life by like the most fire green bean spicy green beans over jasmine rice is what it was called at this fucking thai restaurant it's so good and i've never ever had it again ever it's so good if i could ever find it again i don't think that place even exists on ogre coke anymore i even knew a guy that worked there and i asked him for the recipe and he didn't give it to me so good but yeah i had to run away for a while Wait, what? The man was following his dick footsteps. <laughs> yeah. That was a wild time, man. Dog, I couldn't. Man, if in another timeline, me with at a, at 16 with a child, oh, my God. No, it wouldn't have worked out for me. Nothing would have happened the same for me. I wouldn't be a tattooer. I probably wouldn't be an artist. I probably wouldn't even draw, you know? It's like insane to think because... I can't go a damn day without drawing something. So it's so crazy to think about how different your life can be. It's so crazy to think about timing, you know, timing really fucks me up. Not to be morbid, but I think about the timing that it takes, you know, for someone to get into an accident. Like you're like that, that timing has to be perfect. You know, like both people have to leave the house at the perfect time and they have to gather cars at the perfect time and then they have to like you know go down a ski slope at the perfect time and hit each other at the perfect time and you're like what if that your whole life is made up of these fucking weird ass timings and they all lead up to the ultimate timing but it's like that's a mind fuck to think about we walked in the house the other day i accidentally hit the <clears throat> timer on the stove i guess when i was cooking we went somewhere and I forgot something and I came back inside and the timer went off and I was like, what the fuck? The timer, why was the timer set? And it fucked with me for like an hour because I was like, what are the chances that I'd walk back in right as the timer goes off? Like when you can't find something like your keys, your wallet, your phone, you're like, what is, if, is that just the cosmic fucking, the cosmic strength keeping you from where you don't need to be. It's like all these delays, all this, all this shit, like the, the, our obsession with time, but on the deeper level of time, like not the clock, like the, the ultimate cosmic timing of things. Like it, dog, it gets deep, especially when you fucking sucking on this robot dick, you know, deep. <laughs> but I just, dude, it fucks with me. You just, I just, 
just being alive fucks with me though. You know, I think about existence in general when I just get lost in my own thinking about it. It's one of the craziest things. Like the fact that we're alive is insane. And I've been watching, uh, it's called, I'm watching a few things. It's called the Vietnam war of the Ken Burns documentary though. Dude, you have to watch this. It is like nine episodes long. I think I'm not done with it. Long as fuck. I mean, it's like 15 hours of worth of content. But, bro, it just, you know, everything, everything is so fucking complicated and has so many moving parts and so many different perspectives doing what they think is in their best interest and egos and nationalism and ignorance and fucking just, I mean, I can go on and on with the fucking words, but it, it just shows you how things unravel and unfold and become what they are. And then how the culture surrounding it becomes what it is. And then how it gets solidified. Once it gets chipped into the wall of history, it is a very condensed and watered down and digestible version of what really fucking happened. And it's so hard to get like a real fucking perspective on this shit at all. But this shit, I mean, this thing is so in depth and gives you so many angles that it is just like, dude, it's fucking nuts. I mean, it is so worth watching so far. It's so good, which <clears throat> brings me to the other thing I've been watching. I want to look at this kid's YouTube name because. I got to make sure this is pause. This other shit I've been watching. <clears throat> this kid only has 7,000. I mean, he's not a kid. He's probably a man. 7,000 subscribers. His name is Michael Strawn. Bro. He put out a video, which I'm only halfway done with as well, called the Columbine Iceberg. It's seven hours long. When I first saw it pop up, I was like, I am, there is nothing about Columbine that is worth seven fucking hours. Like I, that is not going to interest me for seven fucking hours. And I, so I hit play anyway, just, you know, I'm where I give things a shot and dude, it bangs. I mean, and it bangs so hard and it's fucking, again, it goes in depth. Everybody, especially all these fucking goddamn media groups who want to pull their advertising. Like, nobody wants to go into depth about anything that creates these <laughs> dust-ups, as the, as the media likes to say. But these awful fucking things that happen and that we just live with. And this video that this kid has put together is incredible to show, like, the real... The real call, like, the real sickness and, like, you know, like, all the shit that goes on, like... You know, I make my jokes about bullying and all this shit, but, like, the real awfulness that happens when... Not that people bully you or make fun of you, but that people don't have an outlet or a way to express themselves, and then the only thing they think they can do is turn to fucking, like, terrible violence. And then, you know, people are becoming more and more unraveled, so it's not helping. And it's just, dude, that shit is so good so far. I can't believe it. I never thought I'd, I would be able to sit through something like that, so... Um, but gr I mean, granted, I, I sit through all these things while I draw and paint. I can't watch anything anymore, really. 
paying attention unless I'm at home and that's when I that's when I stick to the movies and stuff and lately we've just watched we started Westworld because I never seen it and Alex had never seen it that's really good I've been sleeping on that shit it's so good I couldn't even believe it I gotta use my sound yeah Westworld dog shit's a banger I'm only like five episodes in but it is good Excited to finish that. I'm excited to go see Napoleon. I'm excited for Killers of the Flower Moon. See, I don't just hate everything. I'm excited. <laughs> I don't know what else. That's it. That's enough. I got tons of shit on my list, but yeah. Fucking Westworld. It's a banger. It's good. It's good stuff. And then, of course, Thanksgiving was amazing. I don't think I watched anything significant on Thanksgiving. I'm trying to think. I don't think we watched any good movies this week. That's plenty of stuff to watch. This I'm telling you, man, this Vietnam War thing. Insane. In fucking sane. <laughs> Have I talked about Snoop Dogg yet? Yeah, I addressed Snoop Dogg on the last podcast. Fucking sellout. Fucking loser. You know. I can't stand Snoop Dogg. Can't stand none of these rappers, but This, today even, this morning I discovered how much I hate Jack Harlow. I didn't really know who he was. I had seen him around. Like, I'd seen his face and stuff. I just figured, I don't know I don't know what I thought. Never heard a Jack Harlow song until today. And today I saw the stupid videos going everywhere. And, oh my God. Bro, all this shit is just industry fucking dick dribble. It's awful. It's so awful. I mean, what are these people even talking about? They say something, I ain't, I ain't a wrestler, but I choke you, girl. Like, is this? Oh, oh my God, you're so fucking edgy. Oh, oh, Jack, no. Oh, you're going to lightly choke me as you kiss me? Shut the fuck up. Who are your boys, dog? Who the fuck is in the goddamn studio? You like, yo, dog. Yeah, man, put that shit in there, dog, about choking the bitch, man. That gonna be, that's fire. I, I love choking. I got shut the fuck up you know what i'm saying like dog are you serious and then other dudes put this shit on and they like drive their cars to somewhere and listen to this shit and then we wonder why everyone is goddamn fucking stupid as they scroll through tiktoks and look at fucking fry macaroni and cheese ball recipes like we're doomed shots fired shots fired i'm gonna choke jack harlow and drake drake jack harlow cage match Three, the three of us. Let's fucking go. I will fucking destroy them both. And there's Fat Joe. Fat Joe put himself up in the fucking goddamn crosshairs this week by trying to stay relevant still in the fact that anyone gives a shit about Terror Squad or Lean Back. This man literally thinks he invented the word lean. And he's not lean at all. It's insane, dog. Like, these people are fucking delusional, and other people let them be delusional. That's why Beyonce's kid's going to be a terror. It's fucking wild. Like, Joe, go away. No one gives a fuck. Nobody cares. Like, you guys drive... The only reason anyone cares is because there's a bunch of fucking loser, old, Jordan-wearing, 90s dudes who can't get over the fact that 
they got a hand job to lean back in their fucking Volkswagen GTI so they like can't get past it. They're like stuck. So they're like, oh shit, I can look at Joey Cracks fucking Instagram every day. And then we still have to hear from this fucking clown, this fucking King Koopa motherfucker. It's so goddamn annoying, bro. Like, no one cares. Everyone, like, all these musical accomplishments, as if any, like, I, I don't give a fuck. I could give, I don't give a fuck about any musical accomplishment made, especially in the fucking hip hop realm. And these dudes just, they swear, oh, Jesus Christ, man. Just, just get it over with already, please. Can we please just kill the rap genre altogether at this point? <laughs> Come up with a new name, and he's a rebrand. He's a rebrand. I can't wait for AI to just fucking destroy it all. Destroy it all. Let's start over fresh, new slate. Let's see who's really got it, you know? Because I'll tell you, AI's not going to be able to do this tattoo shit. So I ain't scared. AI ain't going to be able to draw no dragon on your body. It's not. Let me know when they can. I'll fuck a robot up, son. And when they can, I'll fucking break that robot's hands. Then what? They'll rejuvenate. That's what's going to happen. I don't know about no Denver song. I can't fuck with it, man. Jack, I just can't. I don't. I just can't do it. Thoughts on 6ix9ine. I liked 6ix9ine because he was a troll at the time. Because 6ix9ine proved how ridiculous it all is <clears throat> he is like he's like kind of like the trump of music like i don't agree with a lot of things that trump said out of his mouth but you cannot deny the fact that the man exposed the system for how fucking like circusy it is and it's the same thing with hip-hop and gangs and all of the fucking stupid shit that comes with this bravado the fake bravado that as soon as motherfuckers get in real trouble we're like no you know, thug stands for whatever the fuck they said today. The hero among, I don't know, you know, but it's like every, it's just so, uh, it's so exhausting because it's the youth that you worry about. I never thought when I was older, I'd meet youngsters and just worry about them. But even today, like Alex's friend, you worry, you know, you're like, these kids are out here in this world trying to figure this shit out and they ain't got no help with the distractions of the fucking TikToks and the Jack Harlow's and the fuck like you just worry about it because I know how hard it was to get through all this shit without it I know how hard it was to cultivate a place where I can like make art for a living without all that shit being a distraction and now my generation we're all trying to like figure out how to still use it and keep our sanity while the youth is just like, become, that's just what it is. That's just life. Everything exists online. It's not even about following anyone anymore or anything. It's just about seeing what the hottest shit is of the day. You just need to know what the hottest shit of the day is because that's all that matters because tomorrow they're going to care about something completely different. It's a fucking show. <coughs> Drake ruined rap, dude. He did because he's a fucking actor. Cause that's all it takes. I'd love to fist fight Drake. I really would. I really, really would. <clears throat> uh, 
Oh man. I'm trying to think if I got anything else in my in my brain washing around. You say he wished Drake would take a, a break from music. He says he is. His tummy hurts, dog. Even he can't stomach this awful fucking music. He's like, I can't do it. He needs to just settle down. I just Yeah. You know, Eminem is a great example. Don't like Eminem. Never really have. Maybe the first album came out when I was in high school. It was fun because it was ridiculous. <clears throat> but never find myself, you know, being like, let's throw on some Marshall Mathers. But at least this guy grew with his audience. You know, like, they all got addicted to pills together. And then they got off the pills together, the ones that made it. And then now they just don't, they just play Fortnite. And that's like... Eminem has lived long enough to see himself become the version of himself that he despised in the beginning. <clears throat> and because he raps like a micro machine salesman, people think it's impressive. And it never has been. Not to me. Sorry. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but I just never, never got into it. And yeah, now he's in Fortnite. The same dude who was like, I'm disgusted by Britney Spears. It's like, you're not far off, bro. I mean, you're fucking, it's just, it's so goofy. You know, I just, I don't understand. Like the same, I've been hearing about Eminem and Snoop Dogg and all these dudes for like 30 years now. The staying power of the celebrity is crazy. <coughs> the fact that people will pay attention to a familiar face like, are they going to have Snoop Dogg get on? If there's a if there's a meteor headed towards Earth, are they going to have Snoop Dogg get on the news and be like, all right, y'all, I got bad news. This is the end of days. Who's going to be the spokesperson for the end of days? It'll probably be Snoop. Maybe they'll have different ones, you know, so that every demographic will feel spoken to. We'll have different... Um, each demographic will elect its own speaker of the house speaker of the bad news. That's how it'll be in the future. <laughs> uh, man. <clears throat> yeah. So that Napoleon movie looks pretty good. I ordered, I, I've been on a diet. So I saw people were critiquing the Napoleon movie. Because they're like, oh, it's not historically accurate. But then I saw Ridley Scott talking shit back, which I thought was so fucking funny. Because uh, when they're like, it's not historically accurate, he goes, were you there? <laughs> it's like the fucking funniest shit ever. But because of that, I went on down a little rabbit hole and I found this out-of-print Napoleon book that is a thousand pages long. But apparently it, it like really spells out every battle. And talks more in depth about Napoleon. So I bought that to try to get through that. I don't know if I actually will. Like in my mind, it seems like a really cool thing to do. Like, yeah, I read this thousand page Napoleon book. I'm going to tell you all about it. But uh, sometimes I get these books about history and I get like not even a quarter of the way through. And I'm like, dog, I'm fucking bored. Your life was boring. Or at least right here it is. You know? Like, no wonder you dudes were conquering shit all the time. You know, I didn't have none of this shit to distract you. 
You know, you could have, if you could have just gotten up and got a cold soda or an ice cream bar, shit might have been so different. Might have been so different. What up, Gordon? What up, people? All the people, all the people in the chat. Hello. Yeah, Napoleon. But I could, I do want to know because I, I feel like he's an impressive individual. So I'd like to know more about him. I want to know more stuff. I want to be smarter. I don't think I'm smart enough. As I take a dab, that's like the funniest segue. I love the. <laughs> what else is going on this week? What have I missed? What What else people got going down? What are, What's <coughs> happening in the world? I saw there was some crazy shit going down to Ireland. I didn't see what was up with that really. Oh, that has not good. <laughs> the A24 movies? Is that just... What are all the A24 movies? I mean, I know that they work with Christopher Nolan. I don't like all of Christopher Nolan's movies. I'll tell you that. But let's look. Let's look. Okay, so Ex Machina I liked. I didn't see Moonlight. Hereditary I feel like I liked okay. Everything Everywhere All at Once I liked. Uncut Gems I liked. Lady Bird. When's Lady Bird? Is that the one where they're blindfolded? I feel like I liked that one okay. Um, The Witch I thought was okay. Green Room I never saw. The Lighthouse I never saw. Room I never saw. Minari I never saw. Under the Skin I never saw. I never saw a bunch of these. Spring Breakers, The Lobster, Florida Project, Good Time, 8th Grade. It Comes at Night, Swiss Army Man, First Reform. There's so many movies. Enemies, Spectacular Now, Locks. Yeah, I haven't seen any of those. I thought, but that seems like not all of them. Because did they not do a bunch of Christopher Nolan shit? I don't know. Regardless. The Lighthouse is a top three movie for you. All right, let me put it on my list right now. Let me put it on my motherfucking list. I have so many lists. Movies. Lighthouse. On the list. On the list. He said it's cold in the Bay Area. Dude, it, the Bay Area is like an apocalypse. They ain't coming out there. Crazy. <clears throat> no, sir. No, sir. He said great biking weather. Yeah, if you don't get inhale fucking fentanyl on the way. I did see everything everywhere at once. I thought it was good. Midsummer exclamation points. Does that mean I should put that on my list? I have not seen The Killer yet. I haven't gotten to it. Not gotten to it. Did we find a new place? No. No, we're not even close, dude. We're not even close. We had a pact 
like three weeks ago, like we're going to have everything done by Thanksgiving. And on Thanksgiving, we're like, we're not even close. So we, I mean, it's going to be a minute. It's going to be a minute. It's so daunting. I don't know what to do. Do you need to watch Enter the Dragon? Yes, for sure. 100%. Banshees of whatever that word is. I can't read that. It's <laughs> okay. I had to put these on my list. I got a long list. <clears throat> there is just so much shit, though. It's like so hard to keep up with all this stuff if you want to like watch it. And it's just a lot. I don't have time for all this crap. Oh. Especially like watch other stuff too. Like every week there's a, you know, Kill Tony and there's podcasts and there's all the stuff that makes it through. And then you got books you want to read. It's just like the the thirst for knowledge is just, we need these AI parts, man. Just install it. If I could just install my fucking interests instead of having to take the time to learn about all this stuff, it'd be so much better. Need to get there. What are my Christmas plans? I don't have any. I don't really do Christmas like that, usually. I mean, we'll get we'll get food or whatever, but they don't have any plans. Nothing crazy. You know? I don't feel it's right to celebrate Christmas in the full capacity because I'm not a Christian. And that's the, it's like kind of weird to me that everybody gets all... <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to Christmas rant because it's very bah humbiggy and I, and I understand why people want to do it, but I don't, I, I partake as little as possible. Because I ain't with all that fake love, man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't with that fake shit, that fake love. Treat me right all the time. Not just because it's Christmas. You know what I'm saying? My girl treats me right all the time. Not just because it's Christmas. Not because it's my birthday. Don't play that holiday shit. Every day is a blessing. You know? Get me started. Christmas. How was Christmas for young Teddy? Christmas for young Teddy was fucking lit for a while. When I was young. Like when I was super young. Up until my parents split, basically. It was like pretty crazy. My dad used to go like above and beyond trying to make it uh special dude my parents were so into christmas like they would make us go to these fucking christmas stores like in july and shit they'd buy these crazy ornaments my dad would get these crazy ornaments he had fucking deer silhouettes reindeer silhouettes in the yard and just he dressed like santa because he was fat so he like dressed like santa and like go to hockey games and give kids toys and i mean he he would fucking play tricks like these motherfuckers you know cookie tricks milk and cookie tricks you know the, the standard leaving the crumbs things like that but this dude left like a piece of red felt one time in the in the what's it called the fireplace Fucking like Santa ripped his suit on the way out. I was like, what the fuck? Santa is real. I mean, he went above and beyond to try to convince me this motherfucker existed. <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, 
Fucking, they loved it. So, and he would do like weird shit. You know, he'd go, it, my dad's interesting. You're like, did I not tell the four with three, three wheeler story on here? I can't remember, but my dad bought me a three wheeler once, but he had just, he had, he had just given me the helmet. This is like the perfect analogy of my father for this time. He gave me a helmet, a custom made, he's like purple and sparkly and sick. I was like, oh, this is a sick helmet, but I don't have a bike for this. I don't have a four-wheeler or anything. But, you know, it dawned on me quickly. I ran outside. There was a three-wheeler out there that matched all purple fucking custom paint job. Looks sick. My dad sold and used cars, so he must have got a great deal on it. Well, I never got to ride it. <laughs> it like just sat in the backyard until my dad sold it one day. So it's just like, that's like kind of like how it was. You know, like these attempt to make it this big thing but then like no real follow through so just you know maybe deep down that's why i'm like fuck christmas but either way <laughs> fuck christmas no, i'm just saying it's fine i don't care I, it's i think people should enjoy all the time like that and you know if christmas is a time that the world allows everyone to take the time to do that then so be it i'm not gonna be no hater you know i ain't gonna be no hater about it it don't matter what you call the day all the days on this earth are a true blessing, and I enjoy every breath I take. So, I just like to make fun of stuff. I have not seen the new Kill Tony. I need to see the new Kill Tony. I usually wait a few days. Just don't have the time. And I don't like watching them live for whatever reason. Mm-mm-mm-mm. He said, David Lucas is coming to my town suit. Hopefully I get roasted. That's so funny. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. Kill Tony. Dude, that dude with the ads is crazy. You gotta like... What I don't understand is no one... Like, where in the world does anyone watch ads like this? Like, when people stop their YouTube videos in the middle, like, if I was to stop right now and just be like... Let me tell you... Well, yeah, let me tell you about Dove So Like, it just ruins it, man. It ruins the whole thing. I just don't get it. Like, I guess if you got to put it at the beginning or the end, fine. But, dude, there's literally 15 minutes. And as an advertiser, it's just like, who cares? Like... You think people are watching this shit? You think anyone sees this shit and is like, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to buy this now. It's so rare. It's so rare that an ad interrupts something I'm watching, I'm enjoying. And I'm like, oh, 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 yeah, you know what? I want that. Like, I, we're, the consumer searches shit out these days, bro. <laughs> like, we know. New cameras coming out? I know. I'm looking it up. I'm in, the, I'm in there. I know what's up. It's wild. But yeah, I do need to watch it. <clears throat> Respect for wearing a helmet on the mountain nowadays. Yeah, it's... I mean, I'd say the bike wreck really... I had a foolish confidence of... It's just you look at things so differently. You're like... I've, I've skateboarded my whole life. I never hit my head. I always felt in control. Just Even when I wore a helmet at skate parks, it always made me feel like I was fucking... I don't know. It made me feel like more uncomfortable, but now <clears throat> I mean, experiencing like not remembering what happens 
and being like, oh, there's times where I'm out of control. <laughs> I didn't think about that. It's it's a game changer. And I will say, after only riding one day with the helmet, it actually feels like so much more comfortable. You're like way more confident. Because now you can hit your fucking head, you know? Now you can bang your head around a little bit. You can use this thing like God intended. There's <laughs> a spearhead now, but... Yeah, it's it's nice. You just find a helmet that fits. The bike really changed it because when I started wearing a helmet on the bike, I felt more comfortable. And now when I forget my helmet for like even sometimes I'll take off with no helmet on and forget, I, I immediately turn around. Not because I'm like, I can't ride with no helmet. It just doesn't even feel right. Like the fucking air going through your head, through the helmet feels so good. It's fucking great. So yeah, helmets. I'm into them. It wasn't into them when I was younger, but I'm into them now. Did I see the video of those kids that hit the biker in the car from behind? Yeah, it was in Vegas. Yeah, those kids are fucked. Those kids are so fucked. <laughs> he was an ex-police chief at that. So, I mean, that. good luck to you kids, you know? That ought to fucking go over well. You know? Should, should, should work out in your favor. I mean, police officers and judges, they love it when, you know... People who work for them get hurt or killed. They they never take that out on on individuals. How how could they? Fucking ding dongs. It's just crazy, dude. It's crazy. The hu- human life value is at an all time low. Just just I mean just the fact that people can sit around and talk about massive death, you know, so casually. We have we have fucking so lost the plot on. That's what's another thing. It's like asinine about the whole. And now everybody's going to be like, Jesus loves you, me and you. Christmas is here. I could have made a really sick rhyme out of that, but I'm not going to go there today. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> Life ain't no game, Ted. It ain't. It is, but it ain't. It's a game. But even in games, I get body armor. You know what I'm saying? You get, you play PUBG. One of the first things you want is body armor. So, you need some noggin noggin armor, you know. And the helmet's comfortable. I'm just saying. And the magnetic whole setup, the the goggles magnetized to the helmet, and the balcava mag- magnetizes. It is sick. It's fucking sick. When it gets to be January and February, and it's dumping and it's freezing out there, it's gonna be so nice. It's be my little ecosystem. It's gonna be great. Can't wait. And I was real excited too, because a good test every beginning of the season is if <laughs> is if you can bend over and uh strap it for me, is if I can bend over and strap it in without getting winded or even having my big old gut get in the way. And this year I was fine. I was like, all right, nice. Click, click, click. I can strap in easy. We're good. I'm I'm fit enough. <laughs> Cause my first year, dude, I could not strap in at all. I was like, I can't even reach this shit. What the fuck? So funny. But yeah, those union bindings are hard, dude. They're so sick. My new dragon bindings, if you haven't seen from the vlog, they're sick. I can't wait. They're on a powder board, too. As soon as we get some powder, man, I'm just chomping at it. It's the only reason I'm thinking about going somewhere, too, is because if I leave, Alex can get more shit done in the house because I won't be around to distract her. And then I can get something done as well. But 
we'll see what happens. I do need to go see my mom. My mom is back in North CAC for anyone that doesn't know. But, uh, I need to see her. I have not seen her in a minute. She'd probably be stoked if I came. I don't know. We'll see. See what happens. We'll see what happens. You know, I got a lot of airline points. So, mm, I wish I could just go private. <laughs> Take me on the PJ, man. Should be able to. You should be able to like hitch a ride on the on private jets, like privatejethitchhiker.com. dot com. Like they're leaving. You guys got an extra seat. I'll bring some cocaine. <laughs> let you on the plane. <laughs> Snowboard vlog in North Carolina. Just me trashing on the fucking mountain, being like. Uh, that's what's crazy man is when growing up when Wright and jacob would go snowboard up in north carolina i've never snowboarded before i got to colorado and when we were kids they'd go up there and I, my family couldn't afford that shit so i didn't go and it's just wild you know i, I invited Wright. i was like dude you gotta come out and get some turns this winter he didn't say nothing back which makes me feel like he doesn't want to but he should you know but it is wild i bet those those North Carolina mountains would bone me the fuck out. Damn, Shard, you flew last week? <clears throat> You're crazy. Where'd you go? The guy at the dispensary, too. The guy at the dispensary was, like, leaving Thanksgiving morning at 7 a.m. I said, dude, are you fucking crazy? Hey, what is wrong with you? You're basically living the start of a 90s movie right now. I'm going home for Christmas. He left on Thanksgiving night. Thanksgiving morning to see his family. Jacob, working in a dispensary, heads home for the holidays. Little does he know he's on the time of his life. Oh, God. There's a line of baggage check. What do we do? Ugh. Yeah, man. Fuck that. <clears throat> Fuck that. You went to Chicago the night before Thanksgiving? That's even worse. Oh, Chicago's worse for airports in general. I can't imagine. Dude, maybe that's just the maybe that's the document to make. Like maybe that's the video I make is me losing my mind being back in public like the re-assimilation of me post-pandemic like back, here he is back into the back into the wild and it's like watch me have shell shock like i can't do this ah uh, get me to the lounge get me to the lounge <laughs> people are like what i used to sleep dude i hopped trains when i was younger i used to sleep on the side of the fucking train tracks in a sleeping bag and now I'm just some fucking bougie motherfucker who cannot. I can't even bring myself to get on a commercial airline. I don't know what's happened. I've strayed so far, but I just, <laughs> the thought sends me, man. It just sends me. Then you came back to Dallas on Monday and they lost your luggage, bro. <clears throat> Dog, ain't no family member in the world worth it. You know, that's why they may FaceTime. Well, God bless them. You know, like with all this technology, what's the real difference? Just, hey, you know, what's up? Just got to FaceTime you. That's a lot. Damn, that's a lot. 
<laughs> he said, Teddy got a taste of the ghoul life and never went back. I don't know if you even call it the good life. It's more like the hermit life. I just, it's the non-public life. I can't, I just, I don't know. I think I'm just building it up in my head way worse than it, than it actually is. I think the randomness of everything now, you know, because the the internet is just so random. They did the they did the internet shuffle a few years ago, and you just see, like I said earlier, this is the top things, which makes me just lose faith in public spaces because public spaces are where all this shit goes down. Like you, every week you see, at best, someone shoving a microphone in your face, asking you a stupid fucking question in public. And at worst, you know, some dude getting dragged down an airplane by his fucking heels. And you're just like, I don't. And then you see a fucking million comments of people disagreeing about every aspect of it. You know, you're just like, what the fuck? So as I, you know, back away on the, back away from the internet, it also makes me back away from some of the real life stuff. Like, I'm not going to go ski on the weekends, you know? Like, no way in hell you can catch me up there on a fucking Saturday or a Sunday, and probably not even a Friday. But Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday are different. But it's just too many people. So I might just be part of getting old, you know? I was never, like, super social in the first place. So it's not completely it's not completely out of pocket. All right, let's see what else is on my list, and then I'm going to probably get out of here pretty soon. And, uh, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure I got a lot. I always get my stuff. Oh, yeah, I did have a fucking terrible burger the other night. It, like, bummed me out so hard. It's the first time I haven't finished a meal out in a long time. But, God. That's like one bite. You ever pick up a burger and the bottom bun is, like, already soggy wet? There's, like, there's no way. Like, how the fuck did this happen? Like, how did this bun become liquefied in the time that it got here to there? And that means that that thing is so greasy and disgusting. And it would do just so gross. It was whack. I had like three days where all of my food, it gave me gratitude for the, for when the food is good. But like at three days where everything I ate or tried to eat was fucking just bullshit. I was like, God damn it. It kept happening to me. It's like, son of a bitch, man. And then when I finally got good food, which I made, I was like, oh, fucking take this shit for granted. Like juicing, not steroids, but like today I juiced an orange and I drank that. Oh my fucking God, man. When's the last time you juiced a fucking orange and drank it? It's a simple shit, man. It's so good. And it's just delicious. I felt like a caveman discovering... Orange juice for the first time. <laughs> uh, imagine that. <laughs> Damn. Will they find your luggage, Richard? That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. Damn, I'll always be... Uh, oh, I did forget. I bought Oppenheimer on... I was going to say this earlier in my movies. I bought Oppenheimer on Blu-ray because, you know, the physical media is going away. But I was trying to, I'm going to start making a list of must-have physical media. Because if you don't know, that's the new thing. Like, the new thing, it's not even new, but having the physical copies is going to be a thing of the yesteryear. They're not going to make a lot of new stuff, and stuff's going to go away. And when streaming services decide to pull it, 
you're not going to be able to watch it anymore. Dogma is a great example. <clears throat> it's a movie that you cannot find anywhere online. I mean, you can find it illegally or whatever, but you can't find that good quality Blu-ray. So that's going that's a thing. But I bought Dogma and I bought Oppenheimer. So, but I haven't watched it yet. And there's an Oppen- there's golden tickets in the Oppenheimers, but I wonder what stops people from returning just buying like a thousand of them on Amazon and open them up and then returning them until they get the golden ticket. Seems, seems uh, not thought out. Seems not thought out. All right, I'm going to tell you one more dab and get out of here. And I'm going, <clears throat> the last thing I have in my notes that I didn't talk about, which I wonder... Have I ever talked about when I was a Kirby vacuum salesman before I became a tattooer? The job before I started learning how to tattoo? Yeah, Castillo, he says, Weinstein owns the rights and he won't release it. I know. <clears throat> That's why you get on eBay and buy it for fucking $40. Some people are trying to get it for, for like 200 and some bucks. Oh, oh. Oh, which brings me, before I talk about Kirby, someone will tell me if I have talked about it or not, but ho, 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 on my Napoleon book buying uh, excursion, I don't know if I ever talked about this, but a few months ago, probably about, probably about a year ago, I'm watching PBS with my mother-in-law and Alex, and there's a, this documentary comes on about this dude named... Black something. I can't remember his last name. Yeah, I have to look at my email because I don't. I definitely want to get his name right. This is ridiculous. So we're watching this documentary. This fucking dude. Black stock. <clears throat> this guy. I don't know what his deal was. I can't remember the details. I think he had some sort of, you know, ailment of some sort. I don't know what you'd call it. I can't remember. I want to, my brain wants to say he was like autistic or something like that, but. I don't know if you'd call that an ailment. I don't know if that's offensive, but he had something that made him stand out from the crowd. So of the norm. So he did these drawings in his book and they're like, you know, he's a kind of a savant. He drew without limitations or whatever, (coughs) which I love. I mean, I love sketches more than finished paintings more than anything. I think all the energies in the sketch. So, I get online to buy this book as the documentary is ending. I find it. It's like 60 bucks, 70 bucks. I'm like, okay, cool. Buy it. The next morning, not even, like two days later, <clears throat> they cancel it. The guy's like in Austin, Texas. I get a thing canceling the book. And I'm like, hmm, that's suspicious. So I like look for it everywhere else. And all of a sudden overnight, the book has jumped up to like $300. I wonder why. Because the PBS documentary. So all these motherfuckers start price gouging this book. 
I emailed the dude. I'm like, man, you ain't tricking nobody. I know that that book just jumped up in value. It's bullshit, you know, like some fuck shit that you're pulling on me right now. He's like, I apologize, sir. I apologize. So last night I just got the wild hair to look and see what the book was going for. It's back down. Not only is it below the $70, $60 that I was going to pay, I got it for 20-some bucks, 23 bucks. And I went and looked at that guy's page to see if he had it up. Oh, guess who has the book up? Guess who has the book up for sale? Our boy in Texas. Like, what a fucking, you know? And this is, like, I'm supposed to have faith in people, you know? I, I It's just, like, for what, bro? I could have had the book a year ago, but you wanted to make an extra what? And you made nothing. You're going to fucking die with that book now. What do you think? There's just a bunch of people out there who care. These people don't care. These people got TikTok brain, bro. I'm one of the only ones left out here looking for books. Books. Like, come on, dog. Dude got me fucked up. I about fucking want to go to Austin, go in his bookstore, grab the book, slap him across the face with it, and throw it back on the shelf. Dude got me fucked up. Trying to make extra money off of me because of a PBS documentary. I mean, what's not, what is, is anything sacred? Like, oh, there's a PBS documentary, y'all. Jack up the prices. Get fucked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, get completely fucked in every hole that you can imagine. Can't stand it. <laughs> Castillo says you have. <clears throat> Wait, repeat the part where you said everything. Uh, you want me to start over? What if I could do, what if I could start this all over right now and say everything exactly word for word like I, as I just said it? That would be impressive. That would be pretty fucking impressive. I have to say. No, I mean, I just, I guess just as things go on, you know, it's like life is so fucking crazy. I talk about that all the time, but. You know, I wake up every day with this crazy perspective and I think about all the things I've done and as much as I complain about um, everything, but tattooing and things like that, I just think about how lucky I am that I get to do it, uh, even though it is harder and harder to find people who who get it um, and don't want TikTok tats, but that's it just is what it is. Used, I forget that back in the day, people used to come in the shop and ask for this fucking stupidest shit all the time anyway i just was less worn down you know and tired of explaining it but that's on me you know but i think about all the things i've done and i was just thinking the other day about that i used to go fucking door to door it's insane to me i used to go door to door to fucking sell vacuum cleaners under the impression that I was just doing it for college credit. I wasn't even in college. I would shove a fucking hand vac, like a car vac in their hand and be like, you know, blah, 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 here's my Kirby vacuum cleaner. You know, let me come in and do a demonstration. I get credit for my college. It helps me pay for my college. And they're like, okay, whatever. You're just going to do a demonstration. I'm like, yeah. And then the, the fucking Kirby sells itself. So like eventually it would just sell itself. And I just make money and I'd make up stories and I'd lie. I never even went on this cruise. I won a Hawaii cruise for selling so many cur. I went to one of those like 
conventions, like a Kirby convention where they handed out silver K's. I should go to one of those and do a documentary. I bet they're lit now. Do you think they even exist now? There's no way it exists now. Either way, I won the Hawaii trip by just straight up lying. You know, I had like a Hawaii brochure printout with like, I was like, there's spaces for like 15 signatures on the back, 15 names. And then I would have it filled out with like 13, you know, and I would just, as I was packing the machine up, I'd have that fucking thing sitting out. And people, especially like single women, would see it and they'd go, What's that? You know, I'm like, Oh, that's the trip to Hawaii that we're, you know, we're trying to compete for. If I sell 15 of these, I get to go and take my girlfriend. And I'd always be like, and you know, if I get to go, I'm probably going to propose, <laughs> which I had no, like absolutely no inkling of doing, but man, if that shit didn't sell the fuck out of them vacuums, you know, it was insane. I think about it all the time, but I, I think the reason I had put that in my notes is the other day when I was watching the Vietnam shit, like I had a time where I was dropped off to sell a vacuum cleaner at a house that was a bunch out of like, what are the super badass dudes? The Rangers? I think it's Rangers. Well, the ones that do the shit in silence, you know, the ones that do the shit that nobody wants to talk about. Those guys, Rangers or special forces, or I don't know. They are fucking uh, intimidating. Intimidating dudes. He said it's called what? Forex? What is Forex? Wait, what's still around? I'm lost. I don't even remember what I was even talking about. This is what's wrong with this this <laughs> this fucking system. I'm so confused. Oh, the pyramid schemes, 4X. Okay, yeah, 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 Kirby. Uh, yeah, they still go door-to-door? Ain't no way. They need a TikTok. They need a rebrand. I'm going to have to look into this later. It's like the gathering of the Juggalos. I need to do these things. I need to make a list of things I need to make documentaries about. I just want to go to the gathering to shoot still photos. I think it would be like the sickest thing ever. But anyway, these army rangers. I ended up having to do this demonstration for these army rangers. Where you're like pulling these dirt pads and showing them. And these guys are fucking destroying every single fucking thing that I say or do. You know, every demonstration, every line of bullshit I feed them, they just crack open another beer and laugh at me and bully me. And I fight back as much as I can. But I'm losing the whole time. <laughs> and then as soon as the wife walks in, she looks at me and she looks down. And she goes, oh, Kirby, we'll take it. You know, and it was fucking like the sickest. I got defeated the army rangers with their wife with one wife entering the room and it was epic but when i was watching the war things man i just i thought about those guys because i remember when i left that situation being all like offended and like pissed off at those dudes but now i think that that was one defining moment where i really learned how to i don't know like just be able to roll with the punches i guess and came out on top you know Came out with that cell, baby. That Kirby. Castillo, you would want to go. Castillo would go to the gathering of the Juggalos. It just happened. When's the next one? Let's plan it out. Let's go. 
But we got to go in fucking style. I am not sleeping outside with them fucking juggalos. Uh-uh. Not. And if we go, we have to go full immersion. If we go to the gathering, we have to fa- we have to paint our faces. Like, we have to be once amongst the lows, you know? We can't go and pretend and just be unjuggaloed. We have to juggify ourselves and then walk up to people and be like, let me take your picture from my juggalo book. And then snap, snap, snap. Maybe I can get Ern talked into this. Possibly could. Because it's probably like almost a year away. But we would definitely need like an RV or to be able to get off site to go stay at a hotel. Castillo, put it together, brother. You put it together. I'll come get you. Me, you, and Ern. I'll put. I'll design a flash sheet for it. We'll do some tats. We're gonna need some bodyguard protections. We're gonna need like a team. Toshi can't come to the United States, but dude, if Toshi could fucking go to the goddamn gathering of the jugglers, that is literally one of the best ideas ever, Gordon. But. He can't come. He's been, he's been, uh, he's been deported. So he was deported in Minnesota, as he likes to say. <laughs> Fucker. God, I miss that motherfucker, man. Ah, it seems so crazy, dude. Like Japan seems that time when that was when we were going, it just seems so surreal now. Just given how crazy shit got. It's so crazy. Oh, uh, yeah, he can't. He's stuck. <laughs> he doesn't even care. That's the best part. <clears throat> Project Juggalo 2024. Yeah. Yeah, everyone should go to Japan. Just don't spend too long there. Go when you still miss it. Leave before you're like, all right, I'm over this. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, fucking ass going to sleep. I got to get out of here soon. Uh, Yeah, go. you should definitely go. Me and Alex talk about going back. We should go. We definitely need to go back. Damn, last Japan trip was four years ago. That's crazy. It's crazy, man. I was there when the I was there when the C word broke out. I was there for it. I was there. I remember the day I got to Yokohama was the day they, they pulled that cruise ship into Yokohama. That cruise ship full of people infected with COVID. I was like, no fucking way that I just pull up to the damn, to the damn spot. Yeah. I had the N95s because of Alex, but it was a good thing. I brought them because by the time that I left, you had to have them. Like by the time you were getting out of there, you had to have them. And they were like the construction worker ones too. You like could not fucking breathe. Like this is not, this is fucking ridiculous. And then that's funny because the trip before that, Ern was like dead set on just wearing a mask to fit in with the culture. <laughs> Remember, he'd have on like the black masks and his beard sticking out and he like loved it. I mean, there's photos of me too, but he was all about it. And every time he'd talk into the camera, he'd be like, <laughs> take your fucking mask off, dog. I can't hear you. Uh, she was the best. That was the best. And just smuggling the weed, like, Ern's fucking disposition the whole time. So fucking funny. Oh, my God. He's just losing it. He admitted to me 
finally in the end that he almost I had to pretend to be excited about it, like excited about the challenge so that he wouldn't stress out and make it worse. But he was like, he finally admitted, he's like, I was so close to just tell you to throw it away. But <laughs> I was like, come on, man. Got to live a little. Got to break some international laws sometimes. He was drunk the entire time, and now he doesn't drink. It's just crazy. He, you know? I wonder what he what he would be like there without the sake, you know? Be interesting. Should get him to go back there too. We should just kidnap that motherfucker. We should just kid we should do a YouTube kidnapping. Just kidnap Ern, take him to Japan and the gathering of the juggalos. If we take Ern to the gathering, we not I might not ever get him back. I don't know. He's going to Spain, and then he'll be back, so that'll be nice. It'll be nice. Seattle weed or Denver weed? Um, well, last time I smoked it, Seattle weed, but, dude, I got to be honest, man. I think the weed game has fucking been ruined. I don't really smoke flour that much, but every time Alex rolls a joint because she still smokes it, it's not good. It's, like, dry and fucking... It just feels like there's a forest fire in my mouth. And it's just so thick. And can't get through it. I'm not into it. I'm not fucking into it. So I don't know. I feel like the whole game got fucked up. I don't feel like it used to be. I used to love smoking joints. I used to love sitting down and burning blunt. Not now. I can't even make it through a fucking goddamn joint. So I don't know. I just take the dabs. And even that's like, there's a point, you know, it's like, yeah, it's good, but there's a, you know, it's like, can we get much higher? It's like, no, no, we can't. Like, this is, this is all this does. You know, it's like, it doesn't matter how I can't, it doesn't matter. Take fucking 25 of them. It's not going to make a difference. Eventually I'll go to sleep, but it's not. It is what it is. Like, so it's all kind of the same until it's bad. When you, when it's bad, you definitely know because you get like a shitty headache or it, it really tastes like ass. But so all dispo weed sucks, in your opinion, homegrown quality only. Yeah, I need to find a plug. It sounds stupid to say. I need to find a local plug. I'm sure it won't take me long. <laughs> The Delta 8 being pushed in North Carolina. What are my thoughts on Delta 8 being pushed? In? I didn't know it was being pushed, but that makes sense because my mom asked about it not too long ago. I was like, lady, if you want fucking weed, just <laughs> say say word, lady. I got you. Wait, that's not what we want. I'm not shot shooting. Good morning, <laughs> I, love I love it. Uh... He said, yeah, I'm smoking on some backyard weed right now. Yeah, I don't know. I prefer the dabs, to be honest, so I can just get on with my day. But sometimes I do wish I could just twist up a joint and sit through it, but lately I can't. Lately I can't. All right, y'all, but get out of here. That was a good fucking chat. A good chat, as always. I'll see y'all next week. Maybe I'll have more of a direction on what the fuck I'm going to do, if anything, before Christmas. 
Maybe not. Maybe I drop a vlog. Maybe I don't. Either way, you can come out. If you have a really good idea for a tattoo, you can do that. But otherwise, I'm just painting, dog. I realize I just really only really want to paint anyway and probably have for years. So, like, it's like my life is now revolved around the things I really, really want to do, which is snowboarding, bike riding, gym going, cooking, painting, drawing, photographing, music making. And I do enjoy tattooing a lot, but that takes another person to be involved. So when only when another person that has a good idea shows up, does that one take, that one gets a fast track above all the other ones, but only if the idea, uh, you know, beats out all those other things because otherwise I'd rather just go do those things because it's just more rewarding, you know? So that's where I'm at. I hope more people come up with like great ideas and want, or just want dragons. You don't just come up with a great idea. You're like, Hey man, I want a big old dragon. I'm like, cool, great. Let's go. Let's do it. But other than that, life is too short and I'm going to have some goddamn fun for a little bit. So, but yeah, come on out. And if anyone wants to buy those fucking Nikes that I, those, those cactus fleas, hit me up ASAP, dog. Retail. Just don't make me do this eBay StockX shit. Because I didn't realize there's no return policy. So I'm stuck with these things. So please, please, for the love of Christ, save me. Y'all stay, y'all stay blessed in these streets. Keep your mind diligent on the internet and don't take no shit. You know what I'm saying? Peace out, y'all.